Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to give you the latest strategies that are working right now to help you grow your Amazon business profitably, as well as how to plan for your future growth and lifestyle. So if you're currently selling on Amazon or looking to get started in selling private label products on Amazon, then you're in the right place to learn more about the ins and outs of the processes and strategies it takes to develop a long-term sustainable business that brings you income month after month and year after year. And today we have a very special guest with us. Yep. So in this episode, we're going to be speaking with TJ Highland from Payoneer about how to save money from foreign exchange companies to move your money from Amazon disbursements to suppliers or to your bank accounts, basically with lower currency exchange rates and also a brand new program that Payoneer is rolling out specifically designed to help small, medium-sized businesses like most Amazon sellers, right? So welcome, TJ. How are you doing? Thanks, Isaac. Thank you, Steve. Good to Good to see you. Good to be on. Uh, really happy to be here. Yeah, brilliant. Well, before we're going to dive into all that cool stuff, um, <laughs> of course, what we like <laughs> to do is to really understand, you know, a little bit about you, where you came from, how did you even get into this stuff, and how how you kind of see things moving forward in the future as well. Hundred percent. So I I stumbled upon a job at a company called World First back in 2014. Uh, at the time, my my brother's now wife was working there, and they were a company based out of the UK and they were launching the e-commerce desk in the US uh, and they were looking for people to first join. So I, I really stumbled upon it. I remember vividly my brother having a conversation saying like this company, they work with Amazon. It's really cool. And me not really wanting to do anything with that. I didn't really understand that the world of third party sellers or anything like that. So I was like, no, 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 not interested. And then I interviewed and, and the company was really great. Uh, I ended up working there for almost five years. Um, and you know what World First does is, is similar to what Payoneer does now in terms of helping businesses that are based in one country, listing their products on Amazon and, and other marketplaces uh, cross-border uh, and helping them either bring their funds back or, or make those international payments. And then about two years ago, I moved over to Payoneer. Uh, and now I head up partnerships at Payoneer uh, responsible for, for North America. Uh, so in this role, what I do and, and my team does is we partner with businesses and, and organizations and groups like Real uh, and Sprint to Profit uh, to you know spread the word about what our services are and and also to continue to grow and, and foster the, the online selling ecosystem. Yeah, and I remember you specifically because um, back in the day, I think because I was based out of Australia, so. I uh, used World First, and that's how I kind of first met you, I think. And then um, I think Payoneer right now has got, you know, even more opportunities for people than World First does, right? Not to kind of say anything about what their service is, but certainly I think you guys are very much on the curve of not only financially, what can you what can you help people with, but you're thinking about the business model itself and how you can help people grow that business model as well financially? Yeah, 100%. We, we totally want to be more than just an international payments company, more than just a company that's going to move your Amazon disbursements from the UK back to the US at better exchange rates. We realize that there's much more 
to online selling than, than that part of it. And, you know, I think we'll touch on it in a little bit, but, you know, that part of the business is really a, a nice to have. It's not a necessity. You know, there's other options that, that you can use. Um, so, you know, trying to add value in more ways and, you know, what we really do is constantly solicit feedback from our customers. And, you know, I think we'll talk about it towards the end, but our working capital solution, which is essentially a, a lending solution was built fully out of feedback from sellers that, you know, they really struggle with cash flow. Um, and especially given the the terms of the marketplace payouts and, and whatever, you know, terms in when you have to pay your supplier in China, when you receive your products, then you, when you make your sales and all that, you know, it's not easy to, to navigate that. And, you know, especially whether you're just starting out, even midterm, you know, you, in my experience, sellers know how to sell, you know, your expert marketers or expert sellers on Amazon, and you could be growing at a lot faster pace, but you just don't have the cash or the, the, the needs to get there. So if you have this injection of cash to buy more inventory or whatever it may be, you know, you can take your business from, from one level two to level three to level four, a lot faster than you would just on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get a little bit more in depth on that in just a minute, but let's kind of go back. Cause I remember talking to you about like the ins and outs of like the currency exchange back in like 2016 or so. So we've kind of known each other. I, I still don't think we've actually met in person, but we've met and talked on calls and probably, you know, over the last four years, probably five to 10 times. And so we've known each other for a little while, but have you seen any kind of like trends in like the way something like Payoneer was then, or, you know, like, like world first was then, but now obviously Payoneer is, is on that is where you work now uh, that like they, they didn't have any ability before that they do now. Like I remember, for example, most of these companies, currency exchange companies couldn't deal with Nevada, for example. So I had to go find some random, not even a good one, just another company to help because they were the only one that, that could work with Nevada. So is there anything like that that's kind of shifted in the last couple of years since we've known each other? Yeah, I think at the core, what what we found was, you know, or at least in the very beginning was in terms of selling online and, and the receiving account solution that, that was first out there was these traditional FX companies that offered this product. Whereas now, and even Payoneer is more of a technology company that has really understands the, the online selling ecosystem that has taken this product and still has it at the core, but had to evolve and create additional products. So, you know, Isaac, like you said, you know, there was uh, on top of the, all of that, the, the compliance uh, complexity uh, is, is definitely something that is super difficult uh, around the U S you know, for a money service business like Pioneer or World First or any of them, you have to be licensed in every single state uh, to do business in those states. So that's very much still the case. So that's probably why we see not too many players in this space for U.S.-based businesses. You know, mm -hmm. we see probably more and, and more traditional FX companies out of the U.K. and out of Australia where, you know, FX is a much more common term and, and way more talked about and way more known because, you know, in the UK, if you're going to do business in Europe, if you're going to go for a short weekend to France, like you're in euros and pounds and it's, it's very much top of mind where, you know, one of the, the good and bad parts is, you know, being from the US, you know, you, you pay your supplier in the US and China, you can pay your, you know, VAs in, in the Philippines and USD, you know, so like, you know, you never, never really have to think about that. So, when you are expanding to a different marketplace, you have the ability to put in your USD bank account and, and that really hasn't really changed. Um, but you know, the, the pricing in which those marketplaces would convert your funds back 
um, you know, that that's still very much the same thing. And, and you as a seller are kind of at a disadvantage if you're if you're using a solution like that because it limits what you can do with your funds. You know, they they may be able to get your funds back, you know, half a day quicker or whatever it may be. But ultimately, you're going to have a lot of expenses that you need to pay out of your account. And that's really where the industry has evolved. So allowing businesses to pay uh, VAT and taxes, uh, absolutely the, the key thing. You know, I talked about the nice to have and the need to have, absolutely a need to have. You know, I think, say, back in 2015, 2016, selling it to Europe, it was a little bit of the, the wild, wild west and not everyone did that. Um, not that I know who did and who didn't, but uh, I know that a lot of people didn't do that. Uh, but since the European governments have started to crack down on on Amazon and then thus Amazon on the sellers, like that's absolutely something that you know sellers need to have to sell into that region. Similarly, in Canada, and, and we're seeing it more in the U.S. Um, and we're seeing an evolution around sales tax. You know, the marketplace facilitator law, where the set, the marketplace collects the sales tax before it pays out. So you know that kind of levels the playing field for US-based sellers who are selling in the US to not be undermined by you know, Chinese sellers who you know, already have a discount because they might be their own manufacturer and now they come in and not pay sales tax. So their price can be 20 to 30% lower than yours if you're selling similar products. So you know, I think over the last couple of years, it's definitely become uh, more competitive, but it's definitely leveled the playing field in terms of cross-border selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that you, you were just kind of describing what my um, core problem was when I first started, because I was based out of Australia. I was selling in the US. I'd actually then decided to sell across Europe. And then I was realizing that all my cash was being, well, not all of it, but you know, a big chunk of it was of my profit was being caught up in these fees and time. Right. And one of the core problems was I went to every a bank and they just didn't even know what I was talking about. I remember literally drawing a diagram. I'm like, okay, I've got an account here and an account here and an account here. And this is what I want to do. And I want to pay these people and I want to do this. And they were just looking at me like I was crazy, right? And I was like, finding something like Payoneer to be able to take that, offer a solution, number one is brilliant, but then offer flexible rates to be able to do that as well. Because not only do the banks, you know, take a skim a lot off and then i know that amazon then started to obviously do it as well in terms of yeah we can pay directly into your bank account but the exchange rates or the fx rates there are very high right and i know i think they're trying to be a bit more competitive now but um how do you can explain to people how the fx exchange works in terms of um a bank versus say amazon versus say payoneer yeah, so if we take the example of a, a US-based seller selling into the UK, I think that's probably the, the most simplest example. You know, first time, you know, when we talk to people on the, you know, approaching them, you say, you know, what are you doing? How are you bringing your funds back? It's like, oh, I'm going to go open up a bank account in the UK. And I usually just say, good luck. You know, you know, people think that they could just fly over to the UK and say, you know, Barclays, I'd, I'd like an account and my funds are going to go in here. And potentially you could do that. But unless you are, you know, one of these unicorns on Amazon, you know, your, your volumes are not going to warrant you as an individual bank account holder getting favorable exchange rates to, you know, bring those funds back. You would have more flexibility in what you need to do with the account, but, you know, I think that's, you know, a a very rare condition or, or situation, I should say, you know, in terms of companies like 
uh, let's let's then go to Amazon. Sorry. So what Amazon will do is, you know, your your sales will be made in British pounds. Your listings are in British pounds. So they'll, you know, have a a sum of pounds that they need to pay out. So what they'll do is whatever currency your bank account is that you put into Amazon UK, that's the currency in which they'll disperse to. So you have the if you were based in the US, you could put your USD bank account in there. But as you mentioned, they're going to exchange the funds back uh, at, at not, not so favorable exchange rates. They are tweaking exchange rates, but still not great for you know, the average seller, so to say. Uh, and then lastly, uh, and why that is also not advantageous is you're going to take your pounds and they're going to convert them back to dollars. But you might have to pay VAT. You might have to pay your supplier. You might have to pay a different vendor or a different solution that you use over. Cool. So, right. So you might want to use a company like Payoneer that gives you the ability to hold your funds in local currency to pay out any sort of expenses that you may have. You know, we talk about VAT. We talk about supplier payments. We talk about different vendors that you have. Um, you know, for example, uh, with Payoneer, at least any payment within the Payoneer network can be done from Payoneer user to Payoneer user completely for free. So if you hold pounds or if you hold euros or if you're outside the U.S. and hold dollars and you want to send to your supplier in China you know, and they're on the Payoneer network, you can do that for free. So you're know, really looking to, to flatten the, the playing field here. Um, and you know, I think that's basically it. Yeah, and and maybe as well, just in terms of um, the FX rates. So maybe you can give people an idea of, you know, what kind of negotiation as a, does a seller have to, you know, work with you guys? Is there any flexibility around what those rates could look like? Maybe it's based on size of business. So as you actually grow the business, you might get a lower exchange rate, that type of thing. Yeah, that's one hundred percent spot on. So if you are you know, based in, in one country and selling into just Canada, for example, and your volumes are, you know, 10K a month, you're probably not going to have as great or as favorable exchange rate as someone who's selling in Canada and across the EU and Australia and Japan, right? So typically our our, our rates uh, are based off volume. So how much volume are you moving through the Payoneer system or, or sending into the Payoneer system at least? Um, and that's how it works. You know, our rates typically go from, you know, one and a half percent all the way down to half a percent, you know, potentially lower. Uh, but, you know, that's it's kind of the, the corporate FX world usually operates under half a percent. Um, but, you know, there, there's definitely a cost to, to holding these funds and operating these accounts as we talked, you know, the compliance issues behind it. Uh, so typically most of our clients are at 1% or, or below. And, you know, that's a super favorable exchange rate for a small to medium sized business. Oh, it's definitely a lot more favorable than a bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, banks typically charge, you know, eight to 10%, you know, on a good day. Yeah, no, ex exactly. It's, it's crazy. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that or realize that or realize that they can work with the service like you guys provide, which I, I think is awesome. You actually feel like you're, you actually understand a bit of finance, world finance, when you're talking FX rates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting because you, in this world, you see two different types of people. You see the ones that are are super cognizant and and follow the rates and follow the markets, and then you see the ones that that live by 
the law of averages and just say, okay, every two weeks when my funds come in, I'm just going to convert back to dollars or, or make any payments I have and then convert back to dollars and that's it. And, you know, I'm not saying there's a, a right way or a wrong way because the guy who's following the market can decide to hold his funds for a little too long and the market dips. The thing is, the FX world is like the stock market, right? It, very similar where nobody knows which direction it's going to go. And if it did, you know, I'd probably be on an island somewhere, you know, drinking a, a mar- uh, daiquiri right now, not necessarily on, on this podcast. <laughs> So you can't predict the future. So, okay, that's that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. And so you guys are actually obviously just recently rolled out a brand new lending program. That's incredibly helpful for sellers. We were, we were kind of talking about that before. So anybody who's looking for more capital to really feel their growth. So can you kind of talk about that program and give us some details about that? Yeah. So as I mentioned, it was really derived from customer feedback. And I think one of the biggest things for us was we had a good presence in the US, but we didn't have a product to help US-based sellers who were selling into the US, um, you know, the domestic seller. You know, we can help the the cross-border sellers and and almost all of our sellers who were international were selling into the US, but, you know, there was the, the largest number of sellers in, in the largest marketplace that we were kind of neglecting. So this working capital solution was, like I said, derived from customer feedback and it's built specifically for Amazon and Walmart sellers. And what it is, is it's an advance based on your future sales payouts. Um, So we have two different products within it. Uh, One is just a a 30 day product and the other one's a, you know, around a hundred day product. And the reason why I say around a hundred day product is because it's a flexible repayment model where we're going to collect a certain percentage. And in this case, 35% of each disbursement that comes in from Amazon or from Walmart to go towards the repayment. Now, that's not a 35% fee, which sometimes people think. Uh, so it's just 35% of the repayment. And why I think that's important, and and I think that's probably the part that's most advantageous for sellers compared to trying to go and get a, a bank loan or a certain a different alternate, alternative lender loan where you're set with a, a fixed dollar amount that you need to pay back each month or mm-hmm. each each pay period. Uh, with this is it's a percentage of your your payouts that we're taking. So we're only taking 35% so that you still have 65% to to carry on your your business and, and do what you need and continue to, to operate as per usual. Additionally, as an online seller, we know there's natural ebbs and flows to, to the online business, whether you had the buy box and you lost it, or you know, there's some black hat attacking you, or you got suspended for this reason, or you know, you ran out of inventory. There's obviously natural ebbs and flows to, to selling on Amazon and selling online. So, you know, if you have a, a low week or a low two weeks, you know, we're not going to run after you and, and say, where's our money? Where's our money? Because that's the the point of this is to take a percentage, you know, and and it sometimes people can pay it back in 75 days or, or in 90 days or 100 days or 120 days. And it's kind of to give you that boost of cash that you need to to get what you need to take your business from level two to level three to level four or, or whatever it may be without constraining you and, and you having this looming amount that you have to pay every month. And you're going to say, oh, I need to sell 5,000 units to just you know pay off this one you know bank loan that I have. So you know, like I said, I, I think it's really advantageous because it, it was A, derived from seller feedback and B, the, the terms and, and even the amounts are, are favorable for the seller. Yeah. And I think a lot of people 
you know, they can't always get invited to the Amazon lending. It's like, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot there. And then going to a bank and trying to get a loan, explaining that you're an Amazon seller is like speaking Greek, right? They have no idea what you're talking about. Like, how, how, <laughs> how much money do you need? How, how are you going to pay it back? It's like, well, I'm going to pay it back like any business, but you have to understand right. just an online model of the same thing. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. You know, that, that like you said, it, it comes from people needing that service and, and needing the capital to grow their business, but really not having too many options out there. Yeah. And I think like to touch on, you know, what we talked about, the evolution, I think there's absolutely been evolution in regards to banks, whether they're the national ones in, in hotspots that, that e-commerce businesses work, or, or maybe the smaller ones that, that are starting to understand selling online a little bit more, probably because, you know, last year, I think Jeff Bezos came out and said like, you know, 50% of their revenue comes from third-party sellers. So these banks are like, oh, we get all these disbursements in from Amazon. That must be what it is. So <laughs> I think they're starting to to evolve. But you know, what we see is there's definitely a scale up to what we call bankable. And, and most online sellers, most Amazon sellers are not yet bankable, meaning they're not going to get A, either those favorable terms on FX or B, any sort of line of credit, any sort of loan. Uh, without you know serious capital or or sorry serious um, collateral too, and you know that's the other thing about our solution is we're not requiring credit checks on your business or on you personally or anything like that. It's it's strictly based on your your payout history from uh, Amazon or from Walmart. And what we do is we actually for Amazon we look at your MWS data, so we see what your how long you've been selling. We see you know, your reviews and make sure that you are a seller in good standing. Um, and it's very much a partnership, right? So uh, as you continue to grow and you can take your first advance and then, you know, we'll work with you on the next one. And then, you know, as you grow, your next advance might be a higher amount because your sales are, are continuing to grow. So, you know, we're, we're here to, to fuel uh, seller's growth. And you mentioned that it was you were trying to come up with a solution um, specifically for U.S. sellers in the U, like selling in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that this solution is just for people based in the U.S. right now, or can anyone from any market with a business in, say, Australia, but but selling in the U.S., can they tap into yeah. this as well? So we actually offer advances if you are selling on Walmart U.S., Amazon U.S., or Amazon U.K. Uh, so uh, there's about, I think it's up to like. 15 different countries uh, that you could be based in, Australia being one of them. Um, most, I think the UK, China, Ukraine, Canada, US, uh, and, and a handful of others. But the, the stipulation is you have to be selling onto one of those three marketplaces to get those advances. So yeah. you could be based in the US selling onto Amazon UK, and you could get your advance in pounds if you wanted, uh, if you had to make you know, different payments or different solutions there. And then ultimately you can convert those back to dollars or you can you know, keep it in pounds mm. or vice versa. If you're a UK based seller and you're selling into the US, um, you know, and you need to make a big payment in, in dollars, you could take an advance uh, and, and do and make that. Hmm. And I think what's, what's interesting is that we do not restrict what the funds have to be used for. Uh, we see that sometimes in, in some lenders, um, that say, okay, you can only use these funds for inventory, um, which makes a lot of sense. And I'll, you know, I'd say probably forty to fifty to sixty percent of our our advances sellers are are using their products to to buy more inventory. But we definitely see it in marketing, uh, in 
you know, digital advertising, uh, running promotions and stuff like that, having that additional cash to, to spend where obviously you don't want to make sure your advertising costs are too high, but, uh, so that you can, uh, make the sales that, that you need. We also see it in, uh, hiring remote staff or, or hiring staff in general. So, you know, a lot of times businesses evolve from you as the founder, you as the main person to needing someone to help with customer service, or you need someone to help with, um, you know, listing optimization or, or any of those different tools. And, you know, when we talk about expanding internationally, there's some costs associated with that. So setting up VAT or making sure that you can, you know, buy more inventory to not disrupt the cycle that you already have. You know, you have a well-oiled machine going on Amazon US and you want to expand to Canada. You don't want to take 10 to 15% of your inventory that you know you're going to be able to sell in the US to start in this new market. You want to kind of add on top of that. You don't want to to take away from what you already have. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely a lot of things that, that sellers can use these funds for. So could I go out and buy a Lamborghini and then... Um... <laughs> I mean, I'm not... <laughs> do a marketing video, yeah. I mean, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm as joking. As, you, as long as you pay it back. <laughs> you pay it back in 100 days. Just just drive around in it, trash it. <laughs> Get the insurance. <laughs> no, that, that, that's interesting, actually, though, because it got me thinking about um, if... So say you, you are a seller, but you sell across all these different marketplaces. Um, is, it, is it essentially by account? or by market. So I'm a seller. I've got a business in the US. I've also got a business in the UK. Do you look at it, the two markets separately as a line of credit, if you like, or as a as a loan? Um, or is it just one business that you're looking at? So in our eyes, you could have one pay in your account and have you know your Amazon US, your Walmart US, your Amazon UK attached to it you would receive three separate advances for those. They gotcha. kind of all operate separately because the repayment comes in from three different sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you wanted to say launch one product across all markets, you could essentially make sure that you could get enough cash to be able to do that, but draw from each of the different marketplaces to make that happen. Right. hundred percent. Like if, if you're looking to, to launch in the UK and you know that you have to make these payments to, to companies in the UK, you know, you can take an advance in, I guess that wouldn't make sense because you wouldn't have that, but you could take an advance in pounds. Uh, but then you could also take the advances in from Walmart, which is, you know, typically a little bit smaller. And that's kind of what we typically see people do is, you know, to get a feel for it, to understand what it's going. If you're selling on Walmart, typically those volumes are lower or smaller than what you're doing on Amazon US. So people kind of just like to feel it out with their Walmart account, especially since uh, every Walmart seller is already pre-approved because we have a partnership with Walmart where we handle their payouts. So every Walmart seller already has a pay in your account. So every Walmart seller is pre-approved for this solution. In terms of Amazon, you have to connect your MWS and your account so it, it's an additional step, which sellers want to make sure they like the product first before they, I guess, dive in. So we see a lot of sellers leverage their Walmart account to say, okay, cool. You know, I can get an advance of 10K um, and I can work with this and, and feel it out. And, you know, as they understand how to use the money. So, you know, one of the conversations we have is saying like, you know, you say, okay, Kirsty and Isaac, you guys are sellers. Do you need more cash? And everyone's going to say yes. 
I'd love more cash. Like I, I need more cash for my business. And then we say, okay, cool. How are you going to spend the money? And they're like, um, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm going to do it, which is fine. But like what, what we're trying to do from a pioneer standpoint now is educate people on how to use the money and how to use it most effectively to grow your business. Um, so whether that is, you know, the international expansion, whether that is, you know, negotiating with your supplier. So if you were going to get a hundred widgets and you can go to him and say, you know, I'll buy 150 widgets. If you give me 30% off previously, you didn't have enough money for 150 widgets, but now you do, but you're going to get a big discount. So now your, your per unit cost is going to be overall lower across the board. So just like little things like that, uh, mm-hmm. just, just help grow businesses and, and grow in different directions too. Cool. And just maybe just to finish on this one, in terms of the the rates that people can expect, I don't I don't think you talked about that yet. So no. typically what yeah. you know, what can you expect and what does it depend on? Yeah. So the rate there, there's the two products, like I said, the 30 day uh, advance, which we call Capital Advance Express. Uh, and that is a, a flat one and a half percent. Uh, so no matter the amount that you're taking, uh, it'll be one and a half percent. And that's a one-time fee. You'll see the fee up front, no matter what. It's not going to, you know, if you pay it back sooner with some people, you get a, you get a, an additional fee. If you pay it back late with some lenders, you get an additional fee. This is one and a half percent and there's, there's no additional fee on that. Um, and then with the longer term, it varies from three and a half to 5%. And now that varies based on the, the, size of your business. So not necessarily the size of the advance, but the size of your business. So you could be a business turning over 100K a month, but you can decide, and we would offer you an advance of 100K, um, and you don't have to accept the full 100K. If you only need 25K to to do X, Y, and Z, you can do it like that. Um, And your fee would depend on not necessarily the amount that you are accepting of an advance, but your total overall business. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Kind of yeah. like your, your revenue per month is like your credit line, your credit score, basically. Exactly. So looking looking at your, your business in a holistic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you just look at the top line sales or do you like delve into P&Ls and stuff like that? Or are you just really focused on what, what people are doing top line? So I guess it's, uh, it's not top line because we're not actually looking at the sales amount. We're looking at the payout amount. So after Amazon takes their fees, uh, whether you use FBA or whatever, um, you know, a, a conversation that comes up and Isaac, you mentioned Amazon lending is someone says, well, if I have an Amazon loan out extend extending or outstanding, sorry, uh, for 12 months, you know, can I take an advance from you? And I said, you know, technically yes, because the disbursement amounts that we're looking at are after Amazon already, your, your repayment already goes to them. So, yeah. you know, if, if you make $100,000 in sales this month, and then by the time all the fees come out, you're, you're working away with $80,000 this month, you know, that's the amount that we would look at to, to create an, an offer for your business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I was just thinking about if sellers are, oh, I need to know all, you know, I've, I need to get, give you my P&Ls, you know, like when you have to go to a bank, no, yeah, yeah. you want to know all of that stuff, right? We definitely don't. So, you know, it's meant to be simple. It's meant, you know, admittedly at times, some, some Amazon sellers don't have all that in line. Um, they kind of just operate all, all over the place and, you know, they use Amazon and and their payout amounts as kind of the Bible, which is, is good and bad at at times. So, 
Um, you know, we are going to look at the payout amounts. We're going to look at uh, via MWS uh, Merchant Web Services. We're going to look at your return rate and your default rate, basically just making sure you're a seller in good standing and then that, that disbursement amount to uh, offer you in advance. Awesome. And just one last question. Um, sure. If, if a seller is listening right now, based on the scale of, you know, I'm just starting out to, I've been doing this for a while. Typically, when do you think, I know, obviously, like you just said, right, if we say, do you want some more money? Everybody's going to go, yeah, I, I want more money. <laughs> so when do you reckon is a, re- is a good time from how long you've actually been in the business to think about something like this? Because you can imagine that some people are like, right, I need this right now. They could have been in business for a while, but are still not kind of motoring in the business. Um, yeah. Or some people just starting out and they're like, when can I get this? Because I know I'm going to need it. So typically, when do you think is a good time? So the, the last part that you know I've yet to mention is uh, you have to be selling for a certain period uh, before you're eligible for these advances. So on Walmart, you have to be selling for at least six months. And on Amazon, you have to be selling for at least nine months. So okay. it's not, you know, if you're just launching your first product and, you know, maybe you're you're just figuring things out still, obviously you could use the cash, but, you know, it, you have to be meet those uh, tenure thresholds before we can advance you, you know. I've seen businesses that have been around a year with just a handful of products take advances. And I've seen, you know, multi-million dollar businesses take advances because uh, kind of where they are looking to grow, but they don't want to disrupt their their existing cycle and their existing cash flow. You know, we've made advances of, of over millions of over a million dollars. So, you know, it really depends on the business. There's no cookie cutter answer. And as as there's no cookie cutter, you know, solution to how you should use the funds. It's it's going to vary per business. You know, if you have a financial advisor, you know, I would absolutely talk to them or come talk to us at, at Payoneer or, or you guys as, as their coaches, right? So you might have a better idea of, of what their business needs, you know, and I'm not going to try and just say, take an advance, take an advance, take an advance, because it's not right for everyone at the right, at, at every time, right? Yeah. So we talk about everyone saying, yes, I want cash. Yes, I need cash, but it it's not always the right time for that. As if you have a specific reason to spend it, yeah, you know, that you know will help grow your business or or do something to help take your business to the next level, yeah, that makes sense. But if you're going to take it to frivolously spend on, you know, X, Y, and Z, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> not the Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, taking from one pocket to fill the other. Not sure I want to advise people to do that. Yeah, yeah. So. absolutely. Well, brilliant. So do you have any other thoughts or insights for Amazon sellers before before we go based on, you know, what we've talked about today or anything that you're working on in the future? No, I think anybody that's listening to Sprint for Profit is is doing the right thing, right? So one of my big MOs is, you know, this is not something that you should be doing alone. Do not try and and figure out everything on this on this wild ride by yourself because you know one of the the greatest things that i see in amazon communities is exactly that there are communities and of all different sizes of all different sellers that need to learn from each other so you know you one seller has this issue and more likely than not another seller is going to have that issue down the line and coinciding with that is don't do it alone in terms of you know, partnering with other businesses, using Payoneer, using a VAT expert. Don't try and figure out VAT yourself. 
you'll be racking your head against Excel sheets for for days. Like, don't try and and do all your shipping by dropping your products at at FedEx by yourself. You know, consolidated shipping and and shipping companies have much better rates because they do hundreds of thousands of shipments a month. So leverage these companies that have enter the space and, and are really here to, to help you as sellers because they, a lot of the softwares too, were created by sellers to make the experience and the solution better. So whether it's Payoneer, whether it's anybody else, uh, don't do it alone. Absolutely. Continue to learn. Amazon and the online selling world is, you know, I feel like I say this every year, but it's just getting started. And I think the growth that we've seen, you know, great a little bit of goodness out of this covid situation but the growth that we've seen over the last couple of months is is astounding and i think it's really here to stay yeah absolutely i know i know if i feel like um i've been doing this for seven years but i feel like i've been doing it forever seven years <laughs> feels like you know 20 years or whatever but yeah it's just like you say it's just getting started so thank you for that and um obviously we're going to add a link to pioneer in the notes but if you know, any anybody you're listening to this has got any questions or just want to kind of contact you, what's the best way for them to do that as well? Yeah, so it's via email. My email, uh, which we can put in the notes as well, is tjhy at payoneer.com. And what we've done is we'll also put a specific link for Sprint for Profit slash uh, real people uh, <laughs> to, to find out more about our working capital and our FX solution, which could be a, a VIP route to our, our head of sales. Awesome. Well, awesome. Thank you very much, TJ. It's uh, great to obviously catch up with you again. Great insights and strategies on how to use the Payoneer services to get you know, great currency exchange rates, move some money around uh, between borders and stuff, and also to help fund the business when with the new lending program. So it's great to have you on. And guys, if you like what you heard today, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of it as well. Also, to get some free training on what it takes to have a successful business to fuel your lifestyle, head to goteamreal.com to download our free training today. We'll see you next week for the next Sprint to Profit episode. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.